Hey ladies, this is Life Her Podcast. I just want you to know that I would like you to subscribe and share this podcast with your friends and family because someone will relate and we are here to uplift and inspire women all over because somebody got to have each other's back and we all we got. So let's get started, ladies. Listen up. Hey ladies, this is Life Her Podcast. I am Yvette Lloyd and I'm sitting here right now with only one Jackie B. Hello everybody. <laughs> How you doing today? I am doing pretty good, minus you know the, the cloudy weather out here. Other than that, I cannot complain. Yes, it's real intense, but <laughs> this that sleeping weather, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. So tell me a little bit about yourself. What do you have going on right now? Oh, okay. Um, I am a vocalist and songwriter. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually have a couple things going on. Uh, I, I will be performing this Sunday for the Boss Women Brunch with a Purpose. That's going to be at, uh, the, I think it's pronounced Tago or Tago, T-A-G-O. Okay. Anyone that decides to look it up. Okay. <laughs> and I'm, I'm performing alongside uh, Ray Lavender. Uh, that's going to be a major event. Just, you know, women empowerment, you know, just how to get ahead in life and some good music. That's right. one thing. Um, the next thing, I'm, I was actually blessed with an opportunity to perform at Ashley Stewart in Hampton, Virginia, mm-hmm. this coming 20th of this month. Wow. Uh, yeah, it's, it's music and conversation. So That's I, nice. I was like super excited with that. <laughs> That's really dope. So I take it you love empowering women. I love empowering women. Yes, I do. So who empower, empowered you? Oh, my God. Uh, definitely my mom. Wow. Um, we, just, we briefly talked about that. But, um, yeah, she is like the pillar for everything that I do mm-hmm. when it comes to my music, when it comes to just speaking positively. When it comes to encouraging myself when I don't have anybody to talk to. That's good. It's good to always go to you. your mom. That's mm-hmm. the closest person mm-hmm. to you. So who else? Who, I mean, how did you get into singing? Did someone in your family sing and you followed their footsteps? When did you discover that you had a voice? I discovered that at nine years old. Really? Um, I was listening to TLC's Baby, Baby, Baby. Oh, Lord. That was my song, too. <laughs> <laughs> and I was, uh, what, just doing my Barbie dolls hair, and I was singing Chili's part, and I was like, I can sing. <laughs> so I was singing to my, no, I told my brother first. My brother mm-hmm. was like, you lying. And they played it back and I sung for him. And before you know it, they put me on the music, the family music group, uh-huh. which consisted of two rappers. And then it was all of a sudden two singers, myself and my sister. Okay. So uh, my mother was our manager at the time. And oh, she had dope. us doing events throughout my hometown, which is Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Okay. So, yeah, we ended up having to fire her. Like, Mom, we, we would rather you just support. Really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a, that's a big difference there. Mm-hmm. So, um, what else, like, what are the things that, you, what else you've done as far as at your young age, getting into music? Did you do talent shows or anything of that nature? I did a lot of talent shows. Um Let's see. I did a lot of church performances, of course. Yes. Um, I did a few plays here and there. Mm-hmm. They're almost vaguely to remember, but I know that I was in them. <laughs> uh-huh. 
Um, I'd say when I got into, I wanted to say my maybe my teen years though, mm-hmm. is when I like really, really started experiencing more because I got a chance to perform in front of major crowds. Mm-hmm. Like in our hometown, um, one of the largest music festivals is Summerfest. Okay. And I was blessed with the opportunity of opening up for LL Cool J. Oh. That was major. That was That's my first dope. event. It was like 20,000, 20 plus thousand people. Dang. Yeah, so was, was you like, nervous? Who listen? <laughs> <laughs> Those butterflies went flying. I dang near could have just flew off the stage. I was so nervous. Oh my god! But it's something too. about the audience and and the smiles that I see and the energy that they give me. Oh yeah. That it's like once I get into the groove and I, I especially look out and I find someone that I can like rock with uh-huh. and I just take that energy and it's like. It's almost like I was I, I was meant to be there. Yeah, you are meant to be there. <laughs> Look where you at now. And I'm grateful. And you for still it, got Jim. more to go. I, I I do. I will say that I'm grateful for this opportunity. These experiences is like wow. Wow. <laughs> Just as long as we stay humble along exactly. the way exactly. and always give praise to God because oh, He is definitely. the one. Yes. Come on now. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I often wonder how a lot of times people get to a point in their life where mm-hmm. it's like they begin with God. Yes. And then they get so far along their their journey to where they forget. Forget. And it's like, how does that happen? Yes. It, the devil strikes. We got to understand that. It's the, the energy, mm-hmm. the power of exactly. him. You know, it's just the money and fame. It all come along. Mm-hmm. And then it's like... I'm where I'm at now. I don't need him now. But you're always going to need him. Right. Yes. You praise him when it's good and you praise him when it's bad. But most importantly, you praise him when it's good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Say it. Go ahead. Turn that into a song too, huh? <laughs> so tell us about the younger Jackie. What was life like growing up besides singing? Hmm. The younger Jackie was in a what can I say, a shell, a shell. You know, my mother, she had went through a lot of hardships in her life. Mm-hmm. And, and coming from a, a single parent home where it's six of us, two mm-hmm. boys, four girls, mm-hmm. you know, um, my mother, she, she, she did the best that she knew how, she did the best that she could. Right. And with her strictness, it, how can I, I can't put it in the exact words, but it was almost like it was, some parts of my life was rebellious. Okay. I was rebellious at some points because I want to figure it out. I want to be grown. I want to do the, you know, mm-hmm. I finished school. I finished school at 17, you know, okay. I've been working since I was 14. There's no reason why I should still be under this, this strict rules of because you felt like you was doing the right thing exactly i didn't i didn't go out there into the world and do no harm to people or or crazy malicious things like that so i'm like come on there's got to be something better than this wow so then i ended up getting married (laughs) married at a very very young age and so you think you got married by just wanting to just get out and just do what you wanted to do for once. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. So with you doing that, how was the outcome of that? Hmm, well, I'm divorced now. Okay. <laughs> uh, I, was, I was in that relationship from 19 to 29. Oh. 
And at that time, my ex-husband was my manager, you know, and it was, it was, we had some good experiences. I okay. wouldn't say everything was bad. Right. You know, um, but uh, personal-wise, it just didn't work out. Okay. It just didn't work out. And, you know, we wish each other the best, but I really feel and believe that if a lot of the experiences I had within that relationship didn't take place, mm-hmm. I really wouldn't understand who I am or who I was becoming right. at the time as a woman. Right. So I'm grateful for it. Yes, you have day. to be grateful for it. Mm-hmm. And, and it also taught me forgiveness. Okay. Because even after the relationship, I was angry for a very long time. I came here to Georgia, Atlanta, Georgia in 2015. Didn't realize that I was still harboring a lot of that anger from mm-hmm. that relationship and we had separated in 2012 well separated and divorced mm-hmm. in 2012 so once I learned how to do that and and what was so crazy was over the course of that time meditation actually oh. assisted me in that oh. really didn't understand what it meant to get hop into a vortex right. <laughs> and, and and really focused on the things that I wanted to keep me happy keep me going to get me to this point and so forth, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. So how was your relationship with your mother during your marriage? Oh, it was it was a battlefield. It was a battlefield because you know how they say your mother can see things that you don't see? Yes, all the time. <laughs> <laughs> all the time. <laughs> and, I, and I think I don't think it was simply because I don't think she was wrong. I'm not saying I never said she was wrong. I feel like it was at that time it was the approach because my mother is straightforward, yeah. cuss words and all like yeah, straightforward. Yeah. And I was like, man, let me at least let me figure it out. Let me try to find out uh-huh. for myself. And I think that's where we were bumping heads at that time because she meant the she meant well for me, right? And I understood that but I still wanted to figure it out. I wanted mm-hmm. to say, well, okay, okay, I hear what you're saying, but let me see, mm-hmm. you know? And a lot of the, a lot of, she was right. Yeah. I, I can't even argue, she was right. Yeah, <laughs> and it'd be crazy, because it'd be like everything, you'd be like, dang, my mama said that too. And mm-hmm. we just be like, mm-hmm. when they be telling us, you'd be like, you think you know everything? You always say that? It's like everybody was the same in so many ways. And it made it seem like, like, dang, are everybody against me? <laughs> and, and, and it's funny because, like, now that even sometimes I sit back and I, I, I think on even little small things that I'm going through now that I may not even say to mama. I don't even have to tell her anything. And we'll have you a random like, conversation. And she'll just, yeah. and you know, you don't need, and I'll be like, oh, it be them key words. It what be are them the key, key words? I, I guess when I become a mother, I'll know. Well, I'm not a mom, but it's it's more or less when you get so much more in tune than with yourself. Mm-hmm. You listen to a lot of people's verbiage and how they say things, and then you'll see how their mm. demeanor is and their body language. You will be able to notice so many things mm-hmm. once time keeps progressing and you stop resenting what you see mm, so that makes perfect sense. yeah like you really have to pay attention to what you see off top from the beginning and then you'll be like oh dang okay because you will begin to feel people's energy that's true you can walk in a room that's true. and you'll be like okay their energy is all their energy well this one they cool i mm-hmm. could just go over here and chill with them 
But once you get more in tune in with yourself, you'll figure it out. And once you going in the direction you going in, <laughs> you really gonna have to sharpen up. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> definitely. Yes. You know, uh, I, I'm I'm still learning. I'm still learning people mm-hmm. as I go. Yeah, because the people come off so genuine and everything, but you know, you may have you have a good spirit. So it's like you have to know when your cutoff is. Exactly. And, and and that's the biggest thing that I'm really learning. Because with me having a good spirit, sometimes people would look at me as a pushover. Mm-hmm. And I'll just be like, it's not that I'm a pushover. There's a time and a place to react. Yeah, but you notice it. You notice that they're using you. That you notice everything that too and not all the time that they're using me it's like i know when they're actually planning or plotting to when they're yeah. attempting to and it's just like come yeah. on now you don't have to but you know so crazy i used to do that too but i i was just so sick i was just like i'm about to see how far they about to go with this yeah. <laughs> so it just be crazy because it's just how we just look at it but then it'd be too late mm-hmm. and then we end up hurting ourselves exactly. along the way instead of just doing what our instinct already told us way from jump mm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it'd be like that i'm telling you it, it really it does. do and i mean I'm, I'm getting better i'll say that i am getting better that's good just one day at a time so what about your father well my father is deceased. Okay. Um, he passed away back in 2007. Ooh, sorry to hear that. Yeah. Um, three, years, three years prior to that is when I uh, reconnected with him and rebuilt, began rebuilding the relationship. Uh, I'd say from, I want to say about either between 12, 12 to 18, mm-hmm. I lost contact with him okay and it was it was simply my doing it was my choice at that time because mm-hmm. of the the separation between my mother and him the the, the whole divorce the, the experience of it all you know and there were some things that were told to me and you know yeah I did kind of develop my understanding of what I thought it was mm-hmm that for lack of better words yes and um it took me to reconnect. Actually, to be honest with you, my ex-husband inspired me to get back in touch with him. Because okay. I was like, I don't want to talk to that man. I'm done with him, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And when I actually reconnected with him, I didn't realize how much we had in common. Wow. It was almost like talking to me. <laughs> and it was so crazy because it was like almost every single day that we were uh, around each other, I just wanted to know more. I wanted to know more. Like, what's what's your favorite color? How's this? What's, like, just I wanted to know so much. I don't know if something inside of me knew that there was a, his time was coming, mm-hmm. but I wanted to soak up as much of him as I could. That's because good. while my mother was there consistently, mm-hmm. there I knew there were still parts of me that my mother couldn't understand, that I couldn't understand, mm-hmm. that was my father. Right. And one of them was being that my last name. My last name is not so common to me, mm-hmm. at least at that time. 
So I can remember having a conversation with my dad and I was actually crying to him and I was like, we're the only of our only ones of our kind. Like, where is this where is this name coming from? And so he told me where to research and what to research. Mm-hmm. And before you knew it, family just started popping out the woodwork. Really? Till this day I'm meeting new relatives on my father's side. And That's it's like good. And, it, and it all really took place once I moved here. I didn't realize so many of my father's side of the family lived here. That's good. So, so you re- reconnected with everyone? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And still reconnecting. Like, <laughs> I'm just like, I haven't even thoroughly got to my mom's side yet because I'm uh-huh. still learning so much of my father. Oh, and you ain't alone, see? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that, and that feels good. When I... I was actually at the, going to pay my electric, no, yeah, my electric bill. Mm-hmm. And there was a lady next to me, she getting ready to pay her bill too. She spelled her name out for them and I stopped and I was like, excuse me? <laughs> and I was like, is that your last night? She was like, yeah. And I was like, we just hugged each other and cried and everything. I was like, wow. That's so nice. we, it, it, was, it was a beautiful experience. That's beautiful nice. Experience. So do you find yourself breaking a cycle within your family? Yes. You do? Mm-hmm. So what is the difference that you have made so far as far as breaking a cycle? Hmm. Traveling for one. Yes. Traveling for one. Um, like I said before, there's six of us in the mm-hmm. household. Um, my baby brother he does he travels too Mm -hmm. um but to the extent of what i plan to do and what i'm doing now Mm -hmm. no Mm -mm. i'm the only one that packed up and left our hometown wow that's no and everybody just still there everybody wow and no one traveled besides your little brother that's crazy that's how that's about how it is in my family too (laughs) and sometimes it, it it's it's a beautiful thing. It's like almost like a blessing and a curse. Because mm-hmm. there's so much that I have going on and things that I want to do that I would love for my family to take part in. Mm-hmm. But it's it's like where they find obstacles. I say, well, here's an outlet. Mm-hmm. And then they find another obstacle. And it's almost like, I don't know if they're just uncomfortable with it or... I, I don't know. A lot of us, a lot of us fear things, mm-hmm. and I and I wish so many people would just step outside of their comfort zone mm-hmm. to figure out newer experiences, and that's that's a lot of things that we void in today. Mm-hmm. And if we do it, if we do more of the opposite and create a whole path for ourselves, we'd be able to see more. Mm-hmm. the light of our lives mm-hmm. in so many ways so is traveling the only thing it's traveling uh the, the fact that i'm pursuing my mm-hmm. career in music like i when i first got here i only thought it was just singing that's it that's all i know how to do singing singing mm-hmm. write songs that's it but i've i left milwaukee wisconsin 2015 and it's now 2020 it's what five years now yes I've learned so much more about what I can do, like how to like make it work for me, mm-hmm. like the other outlets, extra additional income for, you know, just just hustling, like hustling yeah. and just doing what I need to do to make sure I'm okay out here. That's good. It, it's so has it been a struggle? 
like from been... when you first came here until now, like oh yeah, you like a struggle. Oh yeah. So what I, are I, the struggles that you have endured? Uh, staying with someone else for a certain amount of time, um, not having a vehicle for transportation, uh, not finding uh, a job right away. You know, almost like the basics: mm-hmm. house, car, income. <laughs> yes. You know, because sometimes people may see you doing so much mm-hmm. as far as singing, and they see all of the success in it. But you have to, like, what are the things that people don't know and don't see about you? And they just, like, you know, they be like, oh, girl, you were so amazing. You're doing this, this, uh, this and is that. Hard. It's but hard you still got to carry yourself in so many it's ways. It's hard work. If I just have to sum it up in just a few words, it's just hard work, communication, you know, making sure you're at certain things on time. I'm working with, still working on all of those things, you know. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, just making sure that when it comes to the team that you have around you, you know, everybody is on one accord. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, I can't say that it's, it's uh, not hard to tell when you have those that are around just for the benefit of, who you are versus whatever else. But you know, like mm-hmm. we said earlier, the more I become keen on my people sense mm-hmm. <laughs> that all of that will follow. So they I mean will. it's just it's just hard work and staying consistent and and motivation and doing what you say you're gonna do. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what is something that you could what advice could you give another woman that's in the industry and trying to sing and trying to make it? A couple things I could say. Understanding your talent. Understanding your talent. Mm-hmm. Really, you, I mean, you gotta really know that this is something that you wanna do. You gotta really know that the, the, the talent that you're pushing is the, is your talent. And a lot of people come out here saying they wanna do certain things, but they may not be their strong suit. Right. We all have a lot of things that we're doing, but is it your gift? Yeah. That's the word. Is it your gift? Knowing and understanding your gift truly. Mm-hmm. Having that passion there. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you gotta have it. Mm-hmm. So, was there anything else that you have coming up that you have going on or any? Well, we were talking about uh, a lot of the shows that I would do. I just actually named two. Uh, after those two, I was blessed to uh, be a part of Black Media Honors. I'll be performing for that event. That's April 26th, right? April 26th. And then I have a five-city tour taking place, and that's going to be starting on Mother's Day, May 10th here. Uh, we got Richmond, Richmond, Virginia, Hampton, Virginia, uh, North Carolina, South Carolina. Mm-hmm. There's a couple other locations that are in the works too, but for sure it's going, it's a five city starting. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Real good. <laughs> <laughs> so what is something uplifting and inspiring that you could tell women today? Okay. So I have this tagline that I always say, and if everyone followed me on social media only one Jackie B you'll always hear me say remember to speak life into yourself and others Sit this off. 
That's good. You know, a lot of people don't understand that concept too mm-hmm. much. And a lot of us forget ourselves mm-hmm. along the way. So if we speak in life into ourselves on a daily basis, yep. it'll help us. But if we speak in life into someone else, it's blessing us. That's true. For helping that person. Exactly. So but, and also good. you have to remember too that I mean I can I can pour into you all day, but if I don't believe it. How can I expect you to believe it? Mm-hmm. It's like contradicting yourself. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yes, and I, I I tell my husband that all the time. I I like work every day as far as me not contradicting myself. Mm-hmm. So I had to check myself mm-hmm. all the time. It's always a checking to do. <laughs> Is it always pretty? No. Yes. <laughs> um, I have a lot of young girls that would look up to you. I know that for a fact. Because I have a youth program and they will be inspired by your testimony. So could you tell me a little bit about your high school years? Oh, okay. Being a teenager so they could understand that. Surprisingly, I was like, um, what can I say? I wasn't in the in crowd. But mm-hmm. I wasn't in the out crowd either. Okay. I was like right there. neutral, <laughs> you know. And then with once everybody discovered the fact that I could sing, oh my god, oh my god, they would pull and tug on me, and I'm uh-huh. like, I'm just chill. Like I, you know, I, I've had my moments of you know, uh, teenagers or or disputes, mm-hmm. and I even had maybe one or two altercations, fighting altercations. But to be honest with you, high school years, I. I got along with pretty much everybody. And if That's anybody good. didn't like me, I didn't know it until after, you know, we all graduated. Right, right. And, you know, because a lot of what I'm doing now was what I was doing in high school. Encouraging, mm-hmm. uplifting, redirection. Let's try something different. Or if it didn't bother me much, I'm going another way. Whatever. That's you know? good. That's <laughs> good. So, yeah. That's good. So, tell me a little bit more about this Whitney Houston tribute. <laughs> so, um, February 11th, mm-hmm. uh, as a lot of people would know, that was the eight-year eight anniversary of Whitney Houston's passing. I decided to actually put on a show, a, a tribute, I paid tribute to her, and I sung some of the greatest songs that Whitney has ever you know, put out there for the world to listen to. Oh my God! First of all, Whitney is like, man, listen. <laughs> <laughs> you do a tribute to Whitney, you know you could blow. <laughs> <laughs> Whitney is my all-time favorite vocalist ever. Period. So I felt like it was important. It was imperative for me to to do that for her, and I'm I was I'm honored to even be sitting here talking about it because. It was a beautiful thing. It was a beautiful experience, not for just me, but for everybody that came out that night. So I, I man. I what made know. you want to do a tribute for her? Um, like I said, Whitney, for me, I've been listening to Whitney ever since she came out, mm-hmm. you know, and like vocal-wise, who do you know that can actually capture a Whitney's tone? Tune? I can't even put it in words. That's how uh-huh. much I enjoy Whitney Houston. So it was like, it, for me, it was, it was really important 
to make that happen. So once you just started singing everything, how did you feel when you seen the crowd's reaction when you hit that first note? And what was it oh, like? Oh God. Overwhelming in a good way. Mm-hmm. Um, all I wanted if I could have had the opportunity was for Whitney to have been there. Well, she was there in spirit at least. Mm -hmm. But, oh man, that's really nice. <laughs> Every time I think about, I think about that experience, it was just like, it's wow, wow. I put a few videos up on my YouTube page so people can definitely check it out, mm -hmm. you know? So, I mean, ugh. So what, what is, if people wanted to come to your show, what do you want them to expect? Like, what was there for them to know about you? For one, I want them to hear some really good singing, not just singing. <laughs> singing. You know, you know. Uh, I believe to be, I, I'm, a, I'm a storyteller. Mm -hmm. I'm a storyteller, so I use everything. I am my props, mm -hmm. you know. My audience is my props. I want to be able to, every experience and feeling that I have coming out of this vocal box, mm -hmm. it's my goal to make sure it navigates to your brain system <laughs> <laughs> so you can capture exactly what I'm feeling in that very moment. Get them goosebumps. Exactly. <laughs> mm -hmm. Ain't nothing like it. <laughs> Do you have an album or anything out? Well, I'm actually working on, well, I will be working on some mm -hmm. music in the near future. Right now, I'm focusing on um, these upcoming shows that I have, you know, continuing to build in the fan base. You know, I want to give people the sound mm -hmm. so that they'll have something to rock to in their home consistently. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, definitely. So how can anybody find you? I am on all social media platforms at only the number one, Jackie B. Mm -hmm. uh, my website is www.onlyonejackieb.com. So I'm literally everywhere, only one Jackie B. Okay, so how can anyone book you if they want you to do a show, a wedding, anything? They can contact my management team at mnsmediagroup at gmail.com. Okay. Well, thank you so much for coming out. Thank you so much for having me. This was a great, great, great moment. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad. I really appreciate you taking time mm -hmm. out your day mm -hmm. to come out here. I appreciate it. It's an honor. I, I, I was, I'm comfortable with <laughs> like that. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Mm -hmm. You have a good day, honey. All right. You too. <laughs>
Thank you everyone for tuning in to Life Her Podcast, where we help heal women all over the world. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Facebook, Life Her Podcast, and check out our YouTube page as well. And make sure you subscribe. You can also look onto our website and you can purchase merchandise and listen to the podcast episodes. I am Yvette Lloyd. I am Life Her. Love yourself, ladies. Take care of yourself and others you love dearly.